Welcome to My Views Are My Own. Bonus episode, My Reviews Are My Own. And this is a very special episode. And I want to say, first of all, I thought I asked everyone here to show up in wet denim. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at you, Bill. I'm looking at you, Colleen. I've got blue. Well, yeah, you brought some denim, but you didn't get it's wet. not the first. right color. Yeah, I didn't acid wash it. I didn't get CC'd on well, that. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> this is the most important uh, bonus episode we've ever done because co-producer Colleen and co-producer Bill, and as a matter of fact, I don't know if I should call you that because if you've been listening to this podcast, every single real episode has started with a ad called, uh, this episode was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. So for the first time ever, the man behind William Mitchell Audio is here. (laughs) I need to know, what do you think about everything that they're that certain members of the wrestling community have said about you. Yeah, I'd like to know. I'd like to know what you think too. Man. Well, they can, you know, suck my dick. Well, <laughs> I, I recorded uh, Reba McIntyre and Dolly Parton. So yes. Shit, yeah, right. Yeah, what did you do? What, yeah. what, what did you? They, they just beat each other up. And that's why <laughs> we're here to discuss that's... Point Break. <laughs> One of my starring, favorite movies of all time. I think we all right, first, of all, all first of all, first of all, first of all, starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah, we love him here. Yeah. Uh, last guest on the podcast has worked with him personally uh, uh, in the Between Two Firms movie. She said he was like as dope and nice as he seems. He really just is like a apparently a great nice guy. Yeah. Patrick Swayze, I haven't heard a bad word about him either. Like, uh, no. but, you know, good actor, man. Uh, uh, what's that one he did? Uh, Dirty Dancing. Yeah, great yep. film. Yep. Great film. Um, a beautiful. Uh, what's uh, what's her name? She was Tank Girl. Uh, <laughs> feel free to chime in, guys. Did you guys notice that Tyler? at one point someone said something about Bodie hanging out at Patrick's Roadhouse? Yes. Yes, I did. He goes, "That's an Easter egg." Yeah. Totally <laughs> <laughs> helped that. Oh, uh, dude, come on, man! If someone if someone doesn't yell out uh, Tyler's name right, her, Lori Petty. Yeah, Lori uh, Petty, Tank Girl. I, I know her better as Tank Girl because yeah. when I was like a child, I had Tank Girl on a VHS and it was like. Oh, nice. And uh, that's uh, the movie that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ice-T. Yeah. Before he before his uh, Law and Order SU fame, he was a kangaroo. Yeah, he awesome was. He was a kangaroo. <laughs> and uh, we can't, all right, we can't forget Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Oh, and, yeah. And Angelo course, Pappas. I'm going to have to bring up Anthony Kiedis. He has a small role. But I feel like he has the best line in the fucking movie. So uh, Keanu Reeves is like, what? So like, so so he, uh, what does he do? He like, he pisses off some surfers. He's, well, he's, he's shitty at surfing, like no offense yeah, to him. And yeah. so he gets in the way of the guy, which is, you know, pretty dangerous. You could like paralyze someone, but you shouldn't go then like physically assault someone for it. And he is a fucking narc, that. literally. Just- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, he is an undercover fucking narc. But he's out there surfing, and honestly, if you didn't know he's a narc, you shouldn't treat someone like that. They like uh, they cut like he tries to surf a wave. Some dude cuts his uh, his uh, rope to his board and tries to drown him. And then uh, he's trying to take a little shower at the beach, which we've all tried to do. And Anthony Kiedis <laughs> and his friends walk up, and he's like, you know, he, Anthony Kiedis is obviously pissed off a little bit, but a little bit, I think, a little bit too much. But this is what I'm saying. It's great acting because I feel like you all know, that stuff he's doing with his hands. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Even if I'm in a movie, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But such a great line. So Keanu Reeves goes, uh, Johnny Utah. I mean, I mean Johnny Utah. 
star of the FBI. film. He was like, I know what you guys are going to say. Like, a guppy insect like me shouldn't even be surfing your waves. And I should just go, like, fuck off and whatever. And then Anthony Kiedis brings amazing acting. And he says, nah, because that would be a waste of fucking time. <laughs> We're going to fuck you up. And then... Uh, second best line in the movie. I I'll, I'll, there's so many good ones, but you talking about when Patrick Swayze gets Patrick Swayze. Warchild to goes, back off. He goes, he goes back off Warchild seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and think, he does. I don't. He, think he listens you, to. Bunny. I don't think you should be an adult and have the word child in your name. I've Warchild. jumped ahead, but. Like, well, like, they were Nazis. No, like they're grown, sort of like yeah, they were like Nazis. They're sort of like man Women who, who are like, I'm a flower child. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm not. Those women might be Nazis. I'm not too. trying to tell people not to do something. I'm just gonna say that I don't like it, and that they don't have to give a shit. But I will say that I don't like it. Yeah. It's, I, it's weird. I don't. I have a problem with sandals, so like I get it. <laughs> I don't like flip flops. I think it's sloppy. Now that I've gotten out of the, out of the way, well, my favorite scene in the movie. Don't look at my shoe rack that's three feet <laughs> and, away. And, and, sorry. And sandals. Okay. Good to know. Don't judge me that my favorite scene in the movie is a shower <laughs> scene with Keanu Reeves and Anthony Kiedis and Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Don't judge me for that. No, because it's an awesome fight scene. Yeah, it is a good fight scene. Uh, Patrick Swayze comes in and like literally beats the living fucking shit out of like these like swole ass dudes yeah. do. and he's like using like the power of like uh meditation or yeah like- and then um gary Busey comes in and he's like it's not the missing dog because that's how he asked the, the nazi at the door is it they said my two or no camera. somebody stole his car stereo yeah he goes he goes some kids stole my car stereo do you know who saw it and he's like i don't know there's some guys down there that might have seen it and it's all the dudes that they just <laughs> yeah. beat the living fuck out of they're like lying in the sand yeah and uh, and Patrick Swayze is like great, good one. Right. <laughs> good yeah, he's run, like, you Johnny. like to start shit, don't you? By the way, Point Break is a movie about bank robbers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Johnny Utah and Gary Busey are FBI agents. Johnny Utah's undercover as a surfer, and um, he thinks it's the, they think it's surfers who are robbing the bank, so that's why Johnny Utah's learning to surf. Do you remember I why they like think it's surfers? Because they escape into the night. Oh, oh well, it's one, because one of guys a tan line on his ass. Well, that and then his sh- yeah. uh, his shoe scuffed a table, oh, and yeah. they took a sample of it, and they yeah. found sex oh, wax. Oh, you in know it. what? Detour because there's like legitimate detective work that mm-hmm. that got They're to in that the FBI, point yeah. by by sweet little baby Gary Busey, and everybody comes in and says, "You fucking stupid." bitch you dumbass <laughs> old man and he's like i have like logical explanations for everything i yeah. like used science to come up to this conclusion and they're like you're fucking dumb first of all why would you talk to your co-worker like that what that's a very like like very abusive workplace and also like <laughs> what have you done lately not used science to solve a bank Which, robbing incident Jesus. right brings me back to the beginning and i feel like I've, i i skipped ahead to my favorite scene. I just wanted to say, like, in Point Break, opening scene, uh, Johnny Utah slash uh, fucking Keanu Reeves is, like, in the rain, wearing denim, which is a huge theme in this movie, is wearing jeans, uh, jean jackets, like, and just getting wet and just shooting guns and shit. Yeah. And he's in, he's in uh, yeah. Quantico. He's like, he's, like, he's, like, the most hot shot motherfucking FBI agent coming yeah. out. He's, like, you know, and he's, like, 
bah, 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 like he like he just can't fucking miss. He shot this slow moving. He shows up in like it shows up in like yeah. I, I assume Los Angeles is where this fucking movie. They don't ever space save space. It, it has to be Los Angeles because at one point they're in the the L.A. River where they oh, shot yeah, that yeah. scene in You're Terminator right. Two. Also, now that also is Correct. like one of the top ten scenes of the fucking movie for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Uh So he shows up and the the mean doctor from Scrubs. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, John, John C. McGinley. What's his name? John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley that, is a I love him. asshole. He's he, so good. He's, he's, he's almost the same character oh, is he as he is in Scrubs. Yeah. He's just like a, a fucking a angry, man. horrible boss. Who And so Johnny Utah shows up. He's uh, obviously like head of his class. He's amazing. Like you should be glad to like, you know, that your FBI office is getting like a uh, new, yeah, new talent. transfer. Yeah. And that's like, that's this good. And he's like. I don't have any fucking room for any blue flame fucking like want to be good at their job, bitches. And like, yeah, a couple yeah. of people called him a blue flame. I'm not familiar with that phrase. Let's I, well, Google it. Blue yeah. flame is the hottest flame, man. Oh. So, oh, they maybe it was like, like, a yeah, you're like, uh, you know, like, like they a, were, it was like a wink. You know like, I mean? like, you know, fire's, uh, fire's orange, right. but like when it's at the hottest point, it's blue. Um, so the biggest flex in the entire really? movie. It was in the beginning when the boss who you were just talking about was like, I fucking hate you, Keanu Reeves. Like, don't ever eat sugar. Like, that's not what I'm about here, you stupid. And Keanu Reeves was like, yeah, w- cool. I I never do that. Don't worry. Then, I take the skin off and my then about Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like one minute later, he looks over at him and Keanu Reeves stuffing like eight donuts in his mouth at once. And he's like, fuck you. I love these things. Yeah, because he, he's a blue flame motherfucking hotshot. I was like, okay, <laughs> was like, Johnny Utah quarterback punk. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a quarterback punk, and I just want to bring this up, which is I feel like one of the most important points that I uh, forgot to bring up in the beginning. Uh, me and Bill grew up with this film. Like this is something we've uh, been familiar with since our childhood, mm-hmm. and Colleen has just seen it for the first time ever recently. So it's amazing, I think, like to finally have a fresh perspective on this. And I feel like it's the first time I've watched this movie, and I realized. There aren't any women in this movie other than like one character, mm-hmm. and I never bothered to realize that it was actually uh, directed by a woman. Mm-hmm. There's three women. There's one who's an actual part of the plot and has lines, which we should all be excited about, and then two <laughs> of them who are naked Nazi women. Yeah, that just punch and kick. Which, um, oh, I looked this up. Oh my god, <laughs> guess what? One of the fucking naked women. Her her name, like in the credits of the film, yeah. like her character's name is Freight Train, which is so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. Freight like train. everything is not okay. First of all, what's your 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 name is probably like Sarah or like Lucy. Like your parents didn't like birth a child and be like, we'll name her Freight Train. Like you got that name because of like she took it on when she became a Nazi. Thing. Yeah, when she like, became that's, the Nazi that's uh, slippery really bad. slut. And Catherine Bigelow, I love that you're the first female Oscar winner for best director, but you should not have named this poor woman Freight Train, even <laughs> if she was a Nazi. Um, shit. I uh, there's some uh, female I, perspective. Yeah, this movie this <laughs> needs female perspective because like for. For all I fucking knew, like when I was like, uh, like a first time I probably saw this, I was probably like maybe nine or ten years old, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to be like surfing and robbing banks and be FBI agent." Like, like I literally, there wasn't like a 
a delineation for me which character I wanted to be the yeah. most. I just like they're all us. I just want to fucking be all these guys. Yeah. You're a man who can do all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> the thing is, back then uh, I didn't realize that there needed to be uh, a woman's perspective, or even like uh, because I was a little boy. Uh, but now <laughs> I'm an adult man, so I'm willing to look at this film with a new perspective and say, like, well, maybe uh, is it wrong that this film completely and actually uh, there's there's so many so much to dig into, but for the for the first part, we'll say, is it wrong that this film completely ignores that women exist except for uh, this one character as a foil to Johnny Utah's motivation? Yeah. All right, Colleen, floor is yours. <laughs> oh, you oh uh, by the way, so not only is there a, a, a Catherine Bigelow is the director. Do you guys yeah. know oh. who she was yeah, married to? James Cameron. Yeah. And guess what year they got divorced? The year after this? The year of that this came out. Oh, okay. And then fast forward, what, about 12, 13 years later? Mm, the year no, of, uh, 15, 16. The Hurt Wait, Locker? No. Almost 20 years later, yeah. They were at the Oscars, both nominated for Best Director. Oh, really? Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. And James Avatar. James Cameron for Avatar. Guess who didn't win? Avatar. Avatar, James <laughs> yeah, Cameron. Well, uh, and she was like, suck my dick. And yeah. he was like... <laughs> <laughs> and um, then the world got better. Yeah. The end. See, think- that's that's why I don't, never try like, that hard at anything because it's like <laughs> no one's ever going to show me up. <laughs> like, uh, someone's going to be like, or hey, everyone will because you're not trying. What does that mean? What if I, what, but I wasn't trying. Like someone's yeah, going to be like, no one can show you up if you don't try. Hey man, hey man I, made, I mean, I made if a, they won't show you up in the tr- in the not trying category, but they'll show you up in like productive work category. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen because I won't okay. care because I will be well, at home it, just because you don't in care my bed, playing on Instagram, having a good time. It will still happen. You can't, just can't, won't can't care. lose that's or win totally if you don't play the game. game. You can't lose if you don't yes, try. Yes, you can. You just... Can't lose if you don't play. Yes. That's right. Can't lose if you don't play. <laughs> you can. It just... You won't care. That's a different thing. All right. But you know what? This is actually a, a turning point, I think, for Johnny Utah moving forward because he's already like he's Johnny made friends quarterback oh I, I should i should bring up the 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 reason we like why the the bank criminals accept him is oh by he, the way this is a movie about uh trying to solve a bank robbery yeah yeah he's supposed to be solving a bank robbery <laughs> gary Busey has his enough. back and gets the uh shithead moron fucking fbi uh director to like let them uh pursue the only lead mm-hmm. and so he's on the beach and he's <laughs> with he, like lots of evidence he, he used it. to be a, a football quarterback that was like semi-famous could have gone on nfl uh oh and they knew his real identity they knew his real I identity was particularly stupid because he told he lied and told <laughs> someone that his parents were dead and all she would have to do is call his parents and ask. Well, that's 1991, man. How did she get the phone number? Yeah. She probably couldn't neighbor. even find a payphone on the right. side of the road. Right. I, I mean, like, I would take it to this scene. There's a particular scene when him and Gary Busey go into the surf shop. And, like, a 12-year-old boy sells them a surfboard. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I think it's cool that people your age are trying to surf. <laughs> yeah. If a 12-year-old boy said that to me, I would fucking Yeah, that. I'd be like... <laughs> Where's say, your, where's your fucking parents? Go yeah. to bed. It's bedtime, you stupid and then, little Also, Keanu Reeves is so young. Don't ever he, talk to that's me. That's what he says. He goes, I'm 27. No, he, he, goes, he goes, I'm 25 oh, years 25. old. And the little fucking shithead goes like, Cute. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like never too late. the source. It's never too late to try to, like, dude. Maybe I've, you'll find the meaning of life. I'd say this is the meaning of life. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been surfing in my 30s and... 
Have you really? Yes, I have. Oh, that's cool. You know, we, we, I, we, I, I can't surf. We went surfing a couple. It's it's really cool. It's really fun, and it's really awesome. hard. It's a really great fucking uh, yeah, but thing to do. But there's like, dude, nothing it's, worse in movie film than the precocious child trope. Like I, fucking I hate I, precocious children. I hate. I, I hate them too. Them. I, I I hate it. That little fucking girl in The Walking Dead. Get her out of my. Get her off my TV. Did yeah. they shoot her in the head? I fucking hope so. Uh, who fucking cares? Oh, what's that other stupid bitch in The Walking Dead? That stupid little boy, Henry. You're describing the entire cast. Henry, of the that Dead. dumbass. I hate that show. Stupid Henry. Henry. Henry, <laughs> who was Henry? should be in jail. I don't even remember who. We Henry should was. we should find the actor who played Henry and arrest him because of his behavior the only he should not have ever let that plot take place all right so we're moving on let's talk about the scene where johnny utah comma quarterback punk fbi um first learns to surf from the girl who has speaking lines in the movie i'm fucking surfing he has a beautiful moment where he feels so confident that he screams at the top of his fucking lungs what you just said I'm fucking surfing! <laughs> and I laughed so hard at that shit. That was really funny. I was like proud of him and also like, what the fuck at the same time. <laughs> all right, so now we're moving forward and this is like, uh, I think this is extremely important. Like, all right, so he's down with the gang. Yeah. These motherfuckers are like, they think he's cool. He doesn't they know who he is. The they, they're like, because apparently these fucking bank robbing surfers from fucking like Santa Monica also love Football from fucking uh, and they know who a co- they, oh, they, they idolize. What, what, is, what is this shit shithole hometown? I forget, oh, but they know all the, they know all about yeah, his fucking like, career. No. Then he said, "Then I will never." You won the Rose Bowl. No, yeah, no that's what Rose I'm bringing Bowl. it because they were like, "You guys beat SC in the in the Rose Bowl," yeah. and I said, "You you can fuck off right now because fight on Trojans." All right. Oh, are uh, you from well, South Carolina? Yeah, Colin went to USC. Let's just go ahead and. Oh, shout that. And gotcha. uh, Ohio State sucks. Uh, let's not. I don't think. Uh, that, I don't this know who pr- listens to this podcast. Well, like, is it what's the well, title of your show? My views are my own, and my <laughs> view is that fuck Ohio State. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna really talk about right now is the most absurd false equivalency I've ever fucking seen in a movie. I think in my life, though I do love this film, and it's when they go skydiving. Which is like it's cool, man. Like, like skydiving. He goes skydiving under duress. Yeah, under duress. Yeah, but uh, so like Bodie's skydiving, which is the only way I would ever. Bodie, aka fucking uh, Patrick Swayze. He goes. Some dudes like shoot up heroin to do this. Some dudes smoke crack to do this. <laughs> but all you gotta do is fucking jump out of the plane. And I'm like, this is the most ridiculous false equivalency I've ever fucking heard in my life. There's no fucking, there's not like these things don't, uh, they don't match. Like there's no like dude that's like, Oh man, if I was a fucking wealthy, fucking rich ass piece of shit that could just go skydiving at a whim, maybe I wouldn't smoke crack today. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. And uh, this this is where I, where I start to like uh, this is the, in the film where I start to break uh, with my like my romanticism of the bank robbers because I'm like all right well these guys are uh, people that just like have disposable income and they're kind of assholes and they're kind of being dicks and and you know this is a f- old film it's 1991 so we're not we're not throwing the hard a cab on Johnny Utah this, at this point 
but I am going to say, uh, fuck these bank robbers too, because, uh, yeah, man, it would be awesome if all I did was just steal money from people and just surf and fucking well and you're stealing what like a maximum of 20 grand in cash from an insured bank so yeah i don't yeah people like wouldn't have like depression or you know like mental illness if they could just skydive every day yeah and right wouldn't we just fix everything if we could just skydive yeah Yeah, that is fucking ridiculous i also will say that um that um fucking patrick swayze was like hot here yeah first hot. of all he was whew. he was that was yes. his hottest film he was a blue flame he was 39 he was blue flame i looked up his age oh dude i'm almost as hot as him yep wow. and you know who else was you know who else was 39 when they made a movie who? harrison ford in the first indiana jones mm. yeah what a beautiful age yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I can't all, do any of the stuff. Cheers to being thirty nine. Dude, hey, cheers to like you and me, like being hot as fuck when we turn thirty. I guess. We, I guess, <laughs> yeah, we I guess that's start, what happens to you. We need to start working out so we can be hot as fuck. Wow. Okay, so Bodie, short for Bodie Sotfa. First of all, yeah, mm, Bodie Sotfa. I don't know if I would have given out that nickname. I don't think someone in twenty twenty. I don't think sure he's self applying that nickname. I don't, I don't think anyone put that. Well, on him. no, Tyler goes. That's why we call him Bodie. Bodie's oh, not fun. And I was like, I miss that. I don't think in twenty twenty one anyone would have nicknamed this like thirty nine like, year old man, thirty nine year old Bodie white Sotfa, surfer who's bum, literally just a Bodie I think that would have been really fucked up. So <laughs> he's I'm just sort like, of a like, self centered like, asshole, like like a dude that literally like he just literally like, doesn't even. Like, do you just, know what that means? Like, and he's just some surfer like. Like criminal <laughs> who's like, just relax, bro. And we're like, wow, great job. Like, talk about the tale, like the ballad of the mediocre white man, like at full display. In the yeah. Movie. But also, I this is not towards Patrick Swayze because that's beautiful. Well, man. you know, rest in peace, by the way. Also, rest in peace. But what I'm trying to say is, there's a point in the movie where um, Johnny Utah, comma quarterback punk, like exposes. Bodie, aka Patrick Swayze, for being a bank robber, and he's like, "What the fuck? I thought we were friends." (laughs) And Bodie is like, "Look, man, we're showing those people out in their metal coffins on the freeway, inching along the freeway, how to live, and that we're free." And I have some things to say. First of all, first the fuck of all, first of all, (laughs) um, you're robbing banks, and that's illegal, and you break the law. So, just can we? You're, you're like also like, you're hey, not everyone can have the hobby of surfing. If <laughs> also, every single person in the world has a hobby was surfing, then it, we couldn't all have it. No, but he's not talking about <laughs> yeah, surfing. He's talking about robbing banks. He's saying that the fact that he and his buddies rob banks for quote fun, apparently not the money, is to show the public at large stick it to that the man. like they're living. So, so second of all. Everyone at those banks that they robbed will ha- will be in therapy for years, probably, or the hospital because they were like injured because. Oh yeah, that last one where a couple of people traumatic. died. People yeah. died, and also to be a, like a teller in a bank robber experience, I can't even imagine. Like it's so traumatic, like to be in that situation where, where somebody in a mask is pointing a gun at you at your job, or while you were just like running a fucking errand. So first of all, that's 
that's horrible. Third of all, no one gives a fuck about your philosophy when you're robbing a bank. I bet most people in Los Angeles where this movie took place hadn't even heard about this shit. Yeah, okay. Like, they didn't even know, I mean, in this fictional story, if that was going on, they didn't even know that this was taking place. This can is I, sending a message Can I chime in real them. quick? Like, they don't even know. So your, your message is going to like eight people that you deeply traumatized forever or the FBI who will always hate you. Nobody's getting your message of fucking whatever, bro. Enlightenment. That's not landing. You're not landing your message. On exactly your point. And the, the, there's a scene where uh, the Bodhisattva, like his friends are like, uh, hey, this is getting like really fucked up. And yeah, he's like, you murdered we're like, we're, we're worried that what we're doing is like, uh, you know, complicated and fucked up and like dangerous and we're hurting people and he's like and to what your point is he goes what we're doing is like we're showing all these fucking people that are stuck on the freeway in their metal coffins that like exactly what you just said you know like that he like claims that like what they're doing is like uh they're showing people that humanity still has a chance who, the human spirit who driving on yeah, the 405 yeah. in la is like Wow, I really wish I was that guy in that plastic president yeah. mask robbing yeah. a Dude, bank every and going time, to jail right now. Every time I visit Los he Angeles, skydives and that's cool. I always hope that a dude that surfs and occasionally skydives, uh, <laughs> uh, arm robs a bank and like hurts a bunch of people <laughs> and fucking that's like the and then of life. and then sits on the beach and Rides like talks about how fucking like friendship. amazing he is. And like, also like, makes it where like, uh, if you're like someone like me, where if I go and like, I'm like, I have to be worried because these macho shit head motherfuckers like would would literally, and I've actually witnessed this is in surfing. Bodhi is like toxic masculinity and toxic positivity right in the middle of that Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Toxic positivity. It's like, uh, so there's, you know, like we like as we started in the beginning of this podcast, we talk about uh, Keanu Reeves has to fight fucking. Uh, the lead singer of the <laughs> fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> and some other dorks because he surfed their waves in Latiga Bay. Well, but that's just that's just really and I, I spent some time in Hawaii and I know uh, Lee Ashley, you you really can get the shit beat out of you for fucking surfing other people's waves. It's it's not like a make believe. No, I believe that. But at the same time, I don't like, believe anybody's named Warchild. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe they are. You think? There's there's almost eight billion people in the world. Someone's well, that's poor true. child, yeah. especially because people can give themselves nicknames. Right, some fucker will do that. Yeah, especially because it was in this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably after this movie. What yeah. kind of person? Like so many dudes are. Fellas, just call the me world war like, child from now on. I am what now kind of war person child. is Bodhi? So like he, all his friends hate this undercover narc. They know he's a fucking undercover narcotics agent. You know. Uh, they play football on the beach and then he like really goes out of his way to like uh, violently tackle Bodie and like, like throw him down into the waves and get him all wet wearing his jeans because I guess people wear jeans <laughs> at the beach in 91. I'm like, dude. That I, wasn't as hot back then. <laughs> no, nah, man. Wearing jeans at the beach was never like a really good idea. It's probably not. And so, Hi. Hey, what's up, brother? Oh, what? You, you take Bodie's side? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> she said Keanu Reeves. So this fucking 
Dude, like body slams the leader of the gang in the in the fucking water <laughs> wearing jeans, and then his friends, as good friends, show up and they're like, "Dude, you're an asshole! Like, should we kick this dude's ass?" He's like, "Do you know who this is? This is Johnny Utah. He played football in what? what a few it? years ago. A few years ago, you know." I'm assuming, like, actually, at least three years ago, because he had to go yeah. to Quantico yeah. to become, like, the, the top FBI. Yeah. So this guy is, like... Well, he's 25, so it's probably been a good four or five years so, since yeah. he played football. So he played football at some fucking shitty fucking university in a shitty fucking town. And this guy, like... <laughs> He like he like yeah, they know he's so amazing career. that he makes his entire fucking gang go like, whoa, wait, this dude played football in, high, in college? <laughs> well, then never mind. I will fucking worship him as you do. And I guess this comes to the uh, the whole. I guess we talk about like this bromance is pretty fucking bizarre. Oh, I'm, I'm I love it. I love it. He he can't he can't bear to shoot. Patrick Swayze, so he just fires his gun in the air while screaming. I would do that to you, too, bro, if you ever did anything bad. So, uh, Johnny Utah, moving on, like, uh, can't bring himself to fucking blow Bodie's head off. No. Even though he they, yeah, he breaks his knee. Yeah, but yeah, also... Or but he, he re-enters he, his yeah. knee. Mm-hmm. But that was previously referenced in the film. But he still had the shot. It was a callback. He had the shot. He still and, had the shot. And I was I would say this, and I'm gonna... He just shot his gun into the air like eight times like a reckless person. <laughs> I will say What that. if the bullet came straight down and into his skull? He would have died. Bullets do come down. That was like... They do a, hurt people when they come back down, That was a reckless thing. He, he was the only person around. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize this, but... That's uh, not worth it, If you Johnny. shoot a bullet in the air... It comes back down to Earth because they don't fly into space. So that's a really important <laughs> thing to don't. know. But I will say this about this film because uh, Keanu Reeves was definitely shooting blanks and this was not a real person really <laughs> shooting real bullets in L.A. But Johnny but, Utah was. But Johnny Utah was. Yeah. And also people do shoot real bullets in L.A. And this is yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> uh, but this has to be said and I, wait, I, I wait, refuse. To- I just want to set the scene. Johnny Utah looks away. He makes a longing eye contact with Patrick Swayze's stunt double in a Ronald Reagan mask. And then we cut to they that close-up and see Swayze's beautiful <laughs> eyes looking back looking at him. Looking through the Ronald Reagan mask. Yep. And they have a special moment. They okay. do. Please continue. Well, I, I feel like you've set a scene a little bit past the scene I want to set. And this oh, is the, I think. Sorry. Set a new scene. Well, this is the scene. The <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, fix it. Fucking... Uh, <laughs> Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves are sitting in the car, hanging the fuck out. They're staking out the spot because Keanu Reeves is such a blue flame, hot shot fucking motherfucker. They don't get he knows where they are. But Gary Busey is like kind of like just a slob. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, I can't do a stakeout if you don't get me two meatball sandwiches right this fucking second. And he doesn't second. even get anything for himself. No, but he, but he, he, he gets a tuna on wheat. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Wow, yeah, no, yeah. Good. And good. two lemonades, uh-huh. Keanu's Kiano, like, yo, I'm going to keep my, my, my abs. I'm, yeah, trying, yeah. I'm trying to keep fucking Tyler, you know? <laughs> and she's hot. 
Like, I only wheat bread for my woman. Tyler only fucks like super hot surfers. Guys that eat seafood, <laughs> lean proteins, and wheat and, bread. And he's like, I, I barely qualify as surfer to her. So like, <laughs> if I lose like these abs or my beautiful face, ah. Eh. So he's like, all right. <laughs> Gary Busey's. They're in a stakeout. Gary Busey, the person. Whatever, what is you his character's name? Make the best meatball sandwiches. You gotta, you gotta give me, you gotta give me two. And I'm like, Utah, <laughs> give me two. And and the thing is, is like, if you're staking out a bank with your partner, you're <laughs> that's FBI what you want. Agent, you want a couple of meatball and you, sandwiches, and you send the other person away to get meatball subs. Wouldn't that be out of all the time that you've spent staking out that bank? Like the most important time for you as an individual to be looking directly at that. Well, and it, and it turns out, it's and that is one hundred percent be the case because they're they go into the bank that right is, behind him while he's the ordering moment the when sandwiches. Gary Busey sends away his partner, so not two people. Like the odds of seeing the shit at the bank is divided in half. <laughs> he is like, let me purposefully not pay any fucking attention at all. You know, Why are you even there, what Gary is specifically Busey? Why bad about are you it even there? Is he's reading the newspaper, he's reading the funny papers, which in 1991, I, I get Family it. Circus. He's he goes, the only one who believed in the goes, surfer theory. Like, like he let himself down. Like He's, he's laughing hysterically at <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes in the newspaper. And then he takes his blue flame hot shot fucking partner who like literally <laughs> brought him to the bank it where it's going to happen. He's been fucking, he's this involved with these fucking up. guys. Like, and the other guys in his department who almost died at the FBI raid of the Nazis are going to laugh so hard at him. And that's going to be heartbreaking. And it's because he brought it on himself before, before this is over, we have to like shout out some Gary Busey scenes for sure. But this one in particular, he goes, <laughs> The best meatball sandwiches in Los Angeles are a block from here. I, I want you to, to leave the steak out. I want you to go and get me two. And then he and then he makes a special point. Like he tries to leave. He goes, no, no, no. Give me two. Utah. Utah. Give me two. Give me two. Then obviously these guys rob the fucking bank. Johnny Utah. He's right. like, I'll make sure to not fucking pay attention at all. Work. He blows his fucking cover. He's out here like firing his also, fucking weapon. Is he deaf? Because if a, if a car screeched up to the bank and people started shooting guns, like, wouldn't you be like, oh, what the fuck was that? I should look over at that, yeah. especially since that's the entire reason I'm here. Also, is, is this an Easter egg? He walks up to the stand that sells the meatball sandwiches and he goes, yeah, let me get two meatball sandwiches and a tuna on wheat. And the woman just hands the, the fucking order and i'm like i didn't notice well, that it's not it's, it's, it's like not so quick King. it's it's bizarre i was like hey man <laughs> there's no nowhere just gives you two meatball sandwiches well, and a tuna we on wheat be, we do you remember when he gets so lucky. when he gets back with the meatball sandwiches and pampas is talking about how he, he's so hungry he could eat the ass end of a rhino or something <laughs> he says i should have told you to get me three of these and he starts chowing down. i probably actually didn't miss that but i blocked it blocked out it out yeah because it was traumatic um <laughs> Because, you know, the thing was, the thing was, you know, Gary Busey's character, I can't, what is his name? Bill, you're the, you're the. Angel, Angelo Pappas. Angelo, what? <laughs> <laughs> Angelo yeah, Pappas. Yeah, it is, Angelo. Angelo Pappas, Pappas is at a point in his career, he's just, he's over it. 
But Keanu, no, I mean, he's not. He's Johnny Utah dying like, on a hill about the surgery. Johnny Utah goes like, he's like, we're surging this car because blah, blah, blah. And he just screams in his face. And, and then finally he goes like, fuck you. Do you want to die? And he's like, do you feel alive? And it's just a, it's a t- terrible scene. Right. <laughs> Probably one of my least okay, favorite. Okay, so Johnny movie. Utah comes back from getting the like nine meatball sandwiches, <laughs> and he's like, literally walking. He's not even looking at the bank either. But out of the corner of his eye, he sees a car, and he comes back and he's like, "Gary Busey, did you see that Lincoln pull up?" And Gary Busey's like, "Who? <laughs> <laughs> what?" And it's like, "Bitch, he's like, you I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> Johnny Utah barely saw anything, and he was like, "That's." Probably the fucking bank robbers. Are you well, awake? Well, G- Gary Busey's he's he's not awesome at his job. He also he gives Keanu a hard time at one point surf. for having his surfboard <laughs> with him, and he's like, "Angelo, you're the one with the surf. Like, you brought me on. I'm just trying to help you, man. Like, give me a break." <laughs> and the, uh, you know, this film is known for a bromance, and the the one specifically is the bromance between. Uh, Johnny Utah and Bodie, but I would like to uh, shout out the bromance between uh, Johnny Utah and I can never think of Gary Busey's Angelo Pappas. <laughs> Angelo Pappas. <laughs> it's like it's like a different thing. It's like it's like a it's like he he loves his dad. Yeah, it's like a it, like it's his dad. Gary, he gets Gary pretty Busey. upset when Pappas dies toward the end. That Spoiler was, alert! Oh, by the way, bad. yeah. Spoiler for a 30-year-old movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert, this movie that came out in 1991, <laughs> Gary Busey's character gets shot and dies. It was really So sad. anyway, but but I, I want to say this, and it, it has sad. to be said, uh, one of the best chase scenes in movie history, and it stands up to this day. <clears throat> I watched this movie a week ago and loved the chase scene. It's uh, supposed, I mean, obviously these are stunt doubles and they're just doing awesome shit. But it is uh, Bodie being chased by Johnny Utah. He's blown his cover. He's chasing Bodie through the streets of Los Angeles, like through like backyards and shit. And it's fucking dope. And uh, what like what president? Like they all wear president masks. What is he like? Richard it's Nixon Ronald or some Reagan. dumb shit. Reagan. He's yeah. Ra- yeah. Like, uh, he's Reagan. Well, it's also that's cool as shit too because it's like this dude like chasing Ronald Reagan's <laughs> fucking through Los Angeles ragged ass. Wow, there's Los like Angeles. a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. My God. And fuck Ronald Reagan too, and fuck yeah. what he did yeah. to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 a, and a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I, mean, I don't super love uh, Bodie for a lot of reasons. I do love uh, like their, that little gang's whole thing about like uh, presidents being. Did the remake even have a reference to president masks? I don't think anybody should watch it. I think it's, that's. Just, well, did they even try to bring presidents into? Uh, as, all I remember from that movie is they like they go skydiving into a cave and. <laughs> Where they fucking it was boring. skydiving. See, this film has <laughs> depth. <laughs> And it has lots of lingering sh- slow motion shots with like really droning, beautiful synth sounds. I like it a lot. It reminds me of another Catherine Bigelow movie called uh, Near Dark with Bill Paxton and Lance Henriksen and um, John Connor's uh, foster mother. It's basically the cast of 
part of the cast of Aliens, Bill Paxton. I think I said that already. Uh, Bill Paxton is probably my favorite actor of all time. Yeah, but they're vampires uh, that live in like a trailer, and they blacked out the windows of the trailer, and they're down in Texas. And Dude, why are we not watching that instead of the making this podcast? It's pretty great. It's it's <laughs> uh, it shares a lot of similarities uh, visually and tonally with Point Break. It's really neat. It's from '87, I think. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, that's going to be the next fucking movie we fuck with. Okay, so back to Point Break. Um, what was your favorite part in the movie that where people were wearing denim that right. they shouldn't have been wearing? Fucking, oh. we gotta. That's my question. Answer it. Favorite scene of the movie with too much denim. Where they were wearing denim that they probably shouldn't inappropriate have been denim. Well, I want to say this. Or my in Once every fifty years, a storm comes, <laughs> and it makes Maybe a this wave is my come. Answer. And this is also like pretty fucking hard to explain. Uh, in retrospect, because in 1991, I don't think like they had, like were doing a lot of like what surfers do now, which is like really amazing, where they just use jet skis and get towed into big waves. Yeah, and I guess in 91, like that wasn't a big practice. Whatever. In this movie, you had to paddle into like a, a wave that big yep. yourself and then just die. Yeah, <laughs> just get every bone and, in your and body. So, and so, so Johnny Utah like catches a uh, fucking so Bodie. Was Johnny yeah. Utah like? Separate from the force at this time, like the FBI, was he still an agent? No, weirdly, he's still a cop. Even yeah, though yeah, because he had his gun and his badge with him. Okay. Yeah, well, well uh, I, I didn't know. I mean, great scene. Spoiler alert: after like the whole scene, after he like lets Bodie commit suicide, he takes his fucking badge and throws it in the ocean. He goes like, <laughs> "Fuck being a cop." Yeah, <laughs> that's the same thing Dirty Harry does at the end of Dirty Harry. He throws his badge in a creek. But in this, Hell so yeah, in, I haven't seen that. In this, is that scene, Clint Eastwood, yeah, dope. In this scene, Johnny Utah is in a thick ass denim jacket, some thick ass denim jeans, thick inappropriate denim. This, like, this should all be like very heavy about, yeah. quality denim, <laughs> head to toe, in Australia during a hurricane <laughs> and the biggest storm in fifty years. Fifty or, year the storm, 50 yeah. Year storm. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Let me check the weather today. Okay, 100 million percent humidity, 900 degrees, rainy as fuck. I think I'll wear my matching denim suit. He's like, yo, let me like wear the my jacket my with jeans. the pants. He's like, I bought it. He was dressed it. up for Bodhi. He wanted like, to look yeah, good no, for Bodhi. He, he was like, I bought this outfit for Bodhi. So I'm like not going to care about the weather. Yeah. I'm wearing the fucking outfit. Real talk. That is what I wanted to wear when I met fucking Bodhi. I know he's going to be here. I'm dressed to impress. Fuck the weather. Yeah. Hey, I've I've said Yo, that but before. Bodie's Bodie's on the same tip. So Bodie shows up and he's like wearing a fucking wetsuit. And he's like, yeah. But he's wearing a fucking wool blanket. Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny, Johnny Utah In a says, "Fucking hurricane." Okay, so let me act this out. <laughs> Bodie says, "You found me," and Johnny Utah says, "I never stopped looking." And Bodie says, yeah. Yeah. "It's the fifty-year storm, bitch. That's why I'm here." And Johnny Utah says, "But what do you think of my outfit?" <laughs> and Bodhi says, well, what do you think of mine? And they both say at the same time, Hot. it's fucking incredible. <laughs> and then Bodhi says, bitch, I have been waiting my whole life for the 50-year storm, okay? Because I'm not 50, so technically my whole life, literally. Like, I'm not 39. He's been waiting 39 I'm literally years. mathematically telling you the truth. I think he died before his 50s. And Johnny right, Utah right? says. In, in real life, he might have. Yeah. But, I mean, Bodhi died at 39. Johnny Utah says, I will never forget you. I will never forgive you for um, almost murdering my lover and your former girlfriend. 
But he didn't I'm go willing, wrestle one last call time. her his lover. But did he? I'm willing. No, I, I'm paraphrasing. But I'm okay. willing to put all that aside to let you realize your life's goal <laughs> right now yeah. before I arrest you for murdering people, robbing a bank, etc. As an FBI agent, I'm still have the badge. And Bodhi says, "Thank you so much." I'm going to go. And he runs into the little wave. And Johnny Utah's like, you're fucking surfing. And Bodhi is like, thank you so much. Bye. And he runs into his little fucking wave. And it's like 90 feet tall. And he's like, this is the best fucking day of my life. And Johnny Utah's like, if only I wasn't wearing H2T denim, I would join you. But this isn't the right outfit. And then the cops come and they're like, what did you do, Utah? What did you do? Well, they have Australian no. accents. Oh, yeah, the, the Australian what did you do, Utah? What did you do? <laughs> and Johnny Utah is like, I hate you. And then the camera. Well, they pans. say they say you let him get away, and he said, No, no I didn't. Did. Yeah, that's what I said. And <laughs> and then and then the camera pans to the ocean, and Patrick Swayze's beautiful little head just disappears. Yep. Everyone cries. Waves comes crashing and down. We're just supposed to believe he died. I think he swam away behind a rock and just climbed up that bitch and was like, hee, hee, hee. And then he you think away. he actually did swim to New yeah, Zealand? He like yeah, a, totally. He's a, he's, he said he he's a fucking surfer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, what am I going to yeah, do, swim to New like, Zealand? Uh, I mean, there was rocks all around them. I think he just... Shit. I think he just swam around the rock out I of mean, their view and ran away. They didn't have drones back then. It was 1991. This dude is literally... It was 1990 like a, when like it was filmed. Right. It was. They didn't have shit. Who spends nothing... Put his life doing I mean, swimming, so I mean, fuck. Yeah, I, I suppose it's possible. That's my that's my. Theory. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen right the fuck now. We're gonna rate this movie. We're gonna rate this movie on a scale of one to five stars based on three categories: one on acting, two on action, and three on plot. All right, for the most important part of this. Uh, this will go on to Rotten Tomatoes. They take my word very seriously. As a matter of fact, I, I changed. That. Yeah, I changed. I changed the whole fucking game on uh, fandoms. Yeah. So, uh, as the two most respected people that I am around right now, <laughs> I am you. going to ask. There's hundreds of people in this room, so that's yeah. a really yeah. Good no, all these other people mean nothing. <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> if if your name isn't Colleen or Bill in this room. Get out. <laughs> All right, acting. <laughs> All right, let's score the acting. Uh, Keanu Reeves, what are you going to say? And what's the scale again? One out of? Five stars. Like him personally? Uh, like in this role? Uh, like like him, individ- not the acting of the whole movie, but Keanu How Reeves. did Keanu Reeves make you feel when you watched him say, I'm, I'm fucking surfing. surfing. <laughs> Did you believe it? Did you believe it? Yeah, you, you go ahead. I was it. watching him surfing. I think while he said that, so I I would give him like like a four out of five. Ah, that's a that's a solid because score. I think he brings style to what he's doing. Like he brings he brings a style that no one else can bring, but he doesn't like necessarily act better than other people can act. <laughs> right. He he does his yeah, thing, yeah. but he does it in a way that no one else can do. So that's good for him. I would say other than the I Matrix. I didn't believe him as an FBI agent, but I did believe him as a, <laughs> I did believe him as a quarterback punk. 
other than the right. Matrix, and I as would a say this very is... amateur surfer who got right. told on by a twelve-year-old. His best roles, <laughs> a in bitch my opinion, twelve-year-old. I would say uh, the Matrix goes uh, his best role ever. I would say yeah. uh, Point Break is his second best role. But I'm gonna hand this over to really. Bill. I'm gonna hand this over to Bill, and I'm gonna say. Please don't tell me you were going to say that John Wick is his best shit. No, I was going to say Ted, Theodore Logan, was his was his best role. Shit, I forgot about that. But um, I, I'm, I'm going to give him a three because I think wow. he, he's not great in this movie. It's not great. But like Colleen said, there are some iconic lines in there that if they'd been said by anyone else, it wouldn't have been the same. I don't know if that's because it's so funny when he does it or... Or if, it, if it's just actually that entertaining. But I'm going to give him a, a solid three out of five. And that, and that's fair. And also what you said is also fair. Uh, because one of my favorite lines of any film of all time would be uh, from Bill and Ted. Uh, when Bill and Ted from the past interact with Bill and Ted from the future. And they're like, if you're us, then tell us what our favorite number is. And they go, 69, dudes. Yeah. And that's fucking hilarious. And <laughs> really, it's, really, it is good. really funny. It, it honestly, like, I mean, it, it stands the test of time. This is 2021 recording this, and I can uh, unequivocally say that was a funny line. Yeah, that would still be funny today. The, uh, the guys that, that wrote those movies are actually pretty decent writers. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, Chris Matheson. And his, I think, father or grandfather was Richard Matheson, who wrote I Am Legend and a whole bunch of The Twilight Zone. Um, first of all... I was hoping you would say that. The twice. scariest book As I ever read. Which you weren't. By Richard Matheson. It's called, it is called uh, Hell House. Oh, okay. Cool. It's... I mean, I, I, Colin, I think Colleen was around me when I was reading that book. In the middle so of it, the hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's just a novel. But like... I was scared out of my fucking mind. And, like, I'll tell you yeah. this thing. You know how hard it is to get scared by reading a book? You know, like, because it doesn't. I, I was just trying to imagine how books, that was possible. Books don't jump out. Books don't. You're like, you little bitch. <laughs> scared by a book. I didn't say oh, that. Well, then, well, then fuck you, you. No, you didn't. You didn't say that. I added that to what you, you said. You put that in Perfect. my mouth. No, I'm t- I, I want to yeah. say, everyone, Sorry. get out there. Get that Richard Matheson book, Hell House. Read it. And you come back to me. It's a hell. The DMs are always Hi, open. Else. The e- emails are always open. You can always contact this podcast. You can always send what you fucking think. I always say that. We shit. want to hear what you think about Rith- Richard get the, Matheson. Get in the comments. Uh, and tell us what first of all, uh, the only book by Richard Matheson I've ever read is Hell House. Scared me out of my fucking mind. Yeah. I was like, I was like afraid of like uh, houses. <laughs> that's like real estate that's like horrible because like everywhere you go there's yeah but, but yeah but, all, all around you. also a big shout out to uh what like i am legend uh did you get over it? one of my favorite songs by white zombie and one of my favorite films by will smith will smith <laughs> i wouldn't say by will smith but starring will smith we can say it's by did will smith will. have a song in the credits about where like, he's like, like yeah, his dog. <laughs> Will Smith was like, I have to rap legend. at the end. <laughs> and I am legend yeah. raps song <laughs> about vampires and his dog. dog. Is there a verse about when he has to kill his dog? Oh, oh man, uh, we can't we can't uh, harken back to this thing we did with when we did a uh, uh, Deep Blue Sea because LL Cool J oh. wrote a rap song. He did. What about how he's got a sh- he's got a <laughs> fin a hat. or something? It's a beautiful he's, he's a, he said, "My hat is like a shark's fin." I don't think he 
He said, he said deeper, bluer. I have had that song stuck in my head. It's a real song. Not LL Cool J. He's not making this up. What I have stuck in my head is what you sang at the end of that episode where you reviewed Deep Blue Sea. And you rapped about sharks. LL Cool J, you have a standing invitation to be on this podcast. They're not regular sharks. Oh, yeah, I did rap at the end of that episode. That's what happened. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I was tight. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like, all right, like so not regular. Moving on to Gary Busey. Come on, guys. Okay. Uh, uh, from a score from one to five stars. If Gary I was Busey. rating Gary Busey like in a competition with himself, yeah, five out of five. All right, five, but five, in a competition with other actors, all right, hundred percent, five out of five. Three. Gary Busey, but, is, but in a, is giving it his all in the world, in three out of five. Gary Busey was Sorry, so Gary fucking Busey. good in this. Movie. Yeah, Angelo Pappas is a wonderfully it. drawn character. <laughs> I'm giving him a three. Every time oh, because I said five. No, so I, you, now you got to bring it down. That's exactly why. Okay. No. Every I, time he's on his said real Gary name. I said Gary Busey <laughs> against Gary Busey. He did a great job for being Gary for being a Busey. But like uh, in the in against other actors in a competition. But if you were to actually judge him in an actual competition, like in, in every lower. acting role I've ever seen anyone okay. act in. All right, I'm I'm gonna stick with my five. Three. That's oh should I should I I should probably chime in, shouldn't I? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna start doing math on. This. I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna give uh, Keanu a uh, fuck. I mean, for him, a four. Okay, I'm adding sure. this all up. I'm gonna give. Uh, Gary Busey, a five. Yeah, he deserves. I guess a five. I'm a, yeah. I'm an asshole. Then. Yeah, it's all right. We we I'm have sure. to like, and this is like, in, it's, it's, it's posthumous. So like, let's be like respectful of the dead. Uh, is Gary Busey dead? No, no, fucking. Uh, he did make a movie Patrick's- where he got hit by a car and turned into a cat. <laughs> I need to see. That. No, we saw that. No, that was called Three Cool Cats, and it was starring Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin. That's Spacey. different. That's this one's it Kevin Spacey. Last, it was the last movie Kevin Spacey made. Before he was like disgraced, Canceled. was Come where on. he made like a freaky Friday about it. We're not talking about Kevin Spacey. We're yeah, I'd, I'd rather not. I'm talking about Patrick. Yeah, you Swayze. gotta watch Three Cool Cats. Although okay. they weirdly rhyme, and if I was a rapper right now, I could totally rap. That. I would like blue. <laughs> My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Hey, what's your grade Patrick for- Swayze? <laughs> but we're not probably not gonna put a beat in there. So let's uh, let's go ahead and say Patrick Swayze. Colleen hit it. Oh, um, he can have a four. That's I. I feel like he can. That have was just from the gut. I don't have anything to add. I, I'm I'm gonna give him him a five as well. As he he's also 100 percent bringing it, and I think he found like a kinship with the character and his actual, you know, real life person because uh, he's kind of a, was a spiritual person as well. And uh, um. Do we want? Do we want to give his hair like a? His hair gets like a twenty out of five. Yeah. So all right. Patrick Swayze like just threw like all with his hair and himself like and is, his eyes. Is it a five? He can pull off a disgusting Ronald Reagan mask with his with eyes. those eyes. Yeah. All right. So I guess like uh, we have to uh, go ahead and talk about. Anthony Kiedis. St- <laughs> no, uh, uh, do we want to talk about Lori Petty? Because, I mean, obviously. Five. Five? Well, five. Yeah, Lori Petty. Uh, she, she carried the like movie. like a four. Yeah, she carried yeah. the movie. No, I. I <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. did. Not. I, I believe. Do you know who wouldn't have been able to um, investigate surf? the surfers without her? Joni Utah. Well, are you saying Lori Petty or the character Tyler? Both. 
They're the same. Okay. They're not. Leave me alone. (laughs) I just think uh, it reminds me of uh, this like really awesome movie about like all these like surfer girls called fucking blue surf fart. Fuck. It doesn't matter. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I know that film. Blue surf fart. Uh, Anthony Kiedis, guys. I want to. I want to hear everybody's what's your score for Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, what's your score? Five. It's that's fucking Lori Petty. You don't know what childhood Doug feels about Lori Petty. Oh well, I didn't Shit. ask. All right, so we're, like we we've we've finished. I want to hear everyone's. I'm uh, tallying up our scores, so we're we're not done with like Anthony Kiedis. We haven't even moved on to action or plot, have we? I'm adding up. No, we're still we're still acting. doing characters. Yeah, I'm giving Anthony Kiedis a two is for that, effort, but that's a, a five because I really enjoyed getting him, watching him get the the shit kicked out of him. Oh, so what is that like a three and a half? Yeah, yeah, he can have a three overall. Okay. All right, Colin, what do you want to give Anthony Kiedis? Two because I don't like him. All right, well, I don't you like enjoy watching him get beat up. Or is that just me? I don't know. I just. I'm, I want to move on to the next category. <laughs> uh, <because laughs> I'm tired of talking about Anthony Kiedis. Uh, one of the, damn, I guess even Ella doesn't want me to. Ella said. All right, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> fuck. This is fucked. This is fucked. All right. Just give her a second. It's fine. Say his name again. What is it? Is it Anthony Kiedis? Oh, is Anthony here? Is Anthony with us in the room? <laughs> oh shit! What would what would Anthony Kiedis sound what, like as a ghost? What would he say if he was here right now? Uh, he'd be like, "What's your score?" Uh, fuck, man! I was gonna give him like a really absurdly high score, and now I'm like really like freaked out about it because I feel like his spirit's in the room, and like also like he might be with the us. The dog's not fuck. Like, uh, we'll yeah. Say how- I'm going to give Anthony Kiedis a five. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that calmed the dog down. (laughs) So our (laughs) total... Pleased with these results. That's not right. All right. Moving on. We're going on to action. And come on, guys. We got to fucking talk about this. This movie, it came from out from 1991, and it was still watchable last week. And it wasn't shitty. (laughs) So let's do, like, some action. All right. First of all, one of the greatest chase scenes of all time. We already discussed that. Yeah, I, I love that that foot chase scene. The way it's shot is awesome. Sometimes it's like on a steady cam. Sometimes it's just shaky. I, I love the way it's shot, and the editing on it is terrific. You just like breezes past. Bill, you got to tell us about the skydive scene because that's not stunt people. That's like no, and I and I actually I, I guess at, at no point was. was there a stunt person for Patrick Swayze. I think he refused to let other people do his stunts and he insisted on doing the skydiving stuff and and in fact in his off hours was skydiving regularly what was his and sign? sometimes sneaking away to skydive and they had to kind of like beg him not to so that he didn't die you know shit man i guess like patrick swayze gets like mad respect man yes. yeah <laughs> well he was like a, a dancer he was martial artist he was spiritual he had great hair like yeah, the world lost a real yeah. one. All right, let's what hit. Your, let's what let's was hit. What's your it. action score? Action score? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, I'm I'm throwing five. Yeah, throwing yeah, five. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, five, five, and, and also five, the slow motion surfing stuff with that music was just great. Okay. Plus, nineteen ninety one. Um, mine's on. a mine is um, a fork <laughs> because nothing blew up. 
What are you talking about? The gas station exploded. Gas station fucking. He, he used. It he's caught running. fire. No, no, no. There's and it fireballs that go up in the air as he's running away. Well, you only see it through I the didn't buildings. Remember it? Oh, so okay. I guess it didn't leave a very lasting impact. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and ultimately, that's not my fault. Yeah. All right, sure, so yeah. Uh, yeah, we finally have to land on plot, and this is really important <laughs> okay. because is the plot good? Yes. I'll yeah. tell you. I think so too. It, it was also There's scientific evidence to back up sweet baby Gary Busey's theory, and everyone made fun of him, and he died proving his theory, and yeah. no one thanked him. They didn't. I, yeah. No like one said thank you. No like one said I'm sorry. I believe yeah. you. Yeah, you're right. And no the, one did. The Fast no. and the Furious is a remake better. of Point Break, basically. Oh, fucking a! <laughs> I want to go on record as saying that I actually am a huge fan of Paul Walker. And he made a movie called Bobby Z, and you should get your fucking ass on to your eyeballs on to I will never do that. He made an insane horror movie called Tammy and the T-Rex also, if you ever get a chance. No, he made another horror film called... uh, uh, I don't think I'm the target audience. uh, Might not be. Like, uh, Running Scared. Uh, Probably not that one either. Paul Paul Walker had a fucking amazing film career. He was never like respected because he was in the uh, fucking Fast, Fast and the Furious, and it's not fair, you know. Wow. And he died young, and uh, like I, I want to shout out Paul Walker as a, as an actor in a lot of really great films. They weren't high budget. Uh, Fast and the Furious is what he's known for. That is, uh, sorry, but that is trash, fucking movies. But like. I feel like we're like uh, missing the part where we're supposed to like. Uh, do we're the, rating uh, the movie on plot. Plot. All right. I'd like the movie to rate us on our plot. Well, you asked if we th- if it, if the plot had uh, or was interesting. I forget what the question was, but that was why I brought up the fact that it has longevity because it was remade ten years later or whatever. That's a good fucking point. Yeah. Oh man, dude, you made a really good point. People are still interested. Yeah, There's still dude. a market. I think it's creative. I think there's a lot of stuff in that movie you wouldn't see. In a more uh, safe family Hollywood movie, I would like to bring up that uh, when the surfing bank robbers robbed a bank wearing masks of presidents, and then like uh, one of them like yells out, "He's like, these presidents have been fucking you your entire lives and stealing from you. So what the fuck do you care if we just steal some money right now?" Relevant. Well, I've never. I've never really. I've never. That's really the same thing. They didn't even have a Donald Trump mask back then. No, I've never been held at gunpoint personally. It's a little bit different. Okay, no president has ever held me at gunpoint. I've been held at gunpoint. I I know that, but and I haven't. But no president. If I was in the movie, in the real situation, and I was in the bank, and and someone in a president mask was saying that to me, I'd be like, "Can you? I mean." You're the one trying to shoot me in the face. So, and Ronald Reagan, as far as much as he's like sucks, he's at least never pointed a gun personally at me, <laughs> like you have, Bodie. I <laughs> recognize right. those uh, eyes yeah. anywhere. <laughs> you know, I, I know it's you. I we wanna, shared time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this. I would say that uh, absolutely that a that a very charismatic man uh, that like. Uh, does like a like you know builds a little group of his builds a little gang 
of guys that do what he says. They all follow his rules. They follow his lead. Sounds like the cast. Of, I mean, the plot of Pinocchio. Well, that's how you, how you are fucking bang. You know, I'm, I'm saying that this. I mean, I'm I saying well, well, this plot is valid. <laughs> or Oliver Twist. Bodie that is, a, is a is a charismatic man. Yourself. One of my bank crabbing crew. And he's smart. Yourself. What musical is that from? Oliver Twist. Oh, okay. Damn, do you don't know Oliver Twist? I remember Oliver and Company. Please, sir, can I have some more 50-year <laughs> storm wave? <laughs> please, sir, may I please have the 50-year storm? Oliver dope. Twist is a, is a musical? I didn't realize that. Uh, it's yeah. a, I mean, it's a book. Well, it's a Dickensian. Oh, yeah, it's a musical. All right, and I'm, I didn't realize it was a musical. It's a look. Dope. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and cape for this fucking movie and say that it's Dickensian and that it's like that Charles Dickens fucking wrote this plot. But I will say this. <laughs> I will say that a person like look, the character Bodie, he's a he's a narcissist. He's a very charismatic. Break. He he draws people to him. He chooses those that he thinks are strong, and he uses them uh, uh, like to do his bidding and he wants to rob fucking banks so he can surf all fucking year long and he's fucking crazy and doesn't care if his fucking friends die because he has no friends. He's a sociopath. Whoa. And I'm saying I've I've met I'm saying I'm saying the, I'm saying the, the and the and the and the plot's like cool in this way because like his nemesis is actually Johnny Utah. It's like this one dude that doesn't just follow him or anything shit. Like this is like this one dude that like literally challenges him two and it breaks through his little yeah mm-hmm. no don't say it. they don't pass in the fucking night yeah, they do. no they collide okay. they do sort of run into each that's other that's 100% more accurate than what I said ships, <laughs> ships passing in the I night would see. be like yeah a, I already said okay <laughs> <laughs> move on white flag so, what do you want me to say you ult- ultimately you, you've got like a <laughs> Two hot shot blue flame motherfuckers <laughs> doing their shit, but ultimately, like one dude is uh, like his whole thing is like he wants to just uh, he like and this is what where I find it like bizarre. So like when he talks about Anthony Kiedis and those that crew, he's like those dudes don't get spirituality; they just live to get radical, mm-hmm. and like and then he's like uh, and that's why they're beneath me. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, this dude like sacrifices every fucking person that he's ever loved. He, he, he openly admits that he fucked it up big time at the end, though. When when uh, Keanu confronts him, he's like, yeah, I, I fucked up big time. Does he? Yeah. I don't think he does. He's, I think he says that, but I think that's just... Well, he, he still begs Keanu to let him... Does he? I think he says he, he begs him to let him... He begs him to himself. let him go kill himself in the wave, though. Yeah, like a narcissist... Does just he? like a fucking, like, or does like, he like swim Hitler. around the fucking corner and run away? <laughs> I'm saying yeah. this man is a is a is a textbook psychopath manipulator narcissist. Okay, exactly. Trust me, I'm very familiar with these type of men, and, and this bummer. person is one of them. Like you could spot him from a mile away. Self obsessed. Everything he says is based off of I'm amazing. Oh my god. And he's you're definitely a great like surfer. Do you know why you're a great surfer? Because I told you you were a great surfer. Hey, every one of my friends likes you. Do you know why? Because I fucking told them to like you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tyler dates you. Do you know why? Because I told her she could. 
Like, yeah. literally everything he does is, like, based off of his own, like, self-obsession. Oh, my God, we're teaching these fucking people in their metal coffins. No, you're not. But you think you are because you're so fucking amazing that everyone needs to do this. Think about this. A That's, mo- a mo- you told a- me to bring my perspective. No, I, I was going to say this. <laughs> uh, think about this movie uh, starring only men. Uh, uses women only for foils. Uh, it's 30 fucking years old. Directed by a woman. And now we're looking at it through a lens. And we're starting to like uh, see some like really like important like ways and like like toxic masculinity uh other types of flaws and like uh how men act i don't know is that is that kind of breakthrough with you guys or yeah yeah i i think both but I, I never really thought about it the way you guys are both describing it currently because i've always just seen them as such interesting characters i never thought about the fact that he literally is like gaslighting people and mm-hmm. manipulating people and trying to outdo everyone it's wild. Well, I have another lens that we can look at it through. What's that? So my dad always had this theory that every single plot or group of characters you could apply to the cast of Gilligan's Island. Oh. And there's always a parallel. <laughs> so I think that um, Bodie is Ginger and Keanu Reeves is Marianne. Who's Gilligan? Um, Probably. Um, Rogue? Um, no, Gary Busey. Oh. <laughs> Because Gilligan often was right, and nobody really listened oh, to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was, like, accidentally right a lot. Kind of um, like Inspector Gadget. And the horrible boss that, like, definitely violated a lot of laws at their workplace was, um, he was, like, the old man, Mr. Howell. I, I, I don't know what Gilligan's Island, like, I, mean, I know what it is, but I can't fucking <laughs> imagine these people that easily... <laughs> It's been so fucking long. Like, that was on TV when I was, like... Tyler was the skipper. She was the voice of reason. Oh, okay. That no yeah, one she, listened she to. She definitely was. That no one listened to and was constantly abused by others. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's do this with a plot. Okay, score. well, I'll just finish that later, then. No, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, right. uh, get, in the, get in the comments. T- who was Mrs. Howell? Who was the professor? <laughs> Let us know what you think in the comments All right. below. Plot like, on a score like of one to five. <laughs> and I'm going to go at, you. You go first, Colleen. You go first. Plot? For plot? I give it a, a four because I really liked it, but there are movies that pl- had plots that I liked more. So that's why I can't give it a five. But a that's four fair. is still really good. It's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to give it a five. I think it's pretty creative. It's different. It's a, it's like an old trope where the guy tries to go undercover to bust somebody and ends up becoming friends with him, and it's difficult and dramatic. But I still think the whole surfer bank robber thing is pretty unique. And I'm going to go ahead and give it a five because I would say that, uh, you know, moving forward in life, other things you might enjoy, uh, True Detective, The Fast and the Furious, all that shit, this stems from this film mm-hmm. so uh five so fuck all right now let's come up with a creative uh thing we're gonna call this fucking movie a creative thing that we're going to call the movie <laughs> yeah because we don't uh we don't 
actually give number scores. We How just about do a like creative thing we're gonna call whatever ridiculous. <laughs> so our total score is um, an average of four point four. That's a pretty. I'm good rounding yeah. up to Hell the nearest. Yeah. Four four out of five. That's just, good. That's like really. That's hard. a good movie. I would. Uh, here's a shot. Here's a shot. Um, the second best thing Keanu Reeves did to uh, the Matrix. Okay. That's just a. I mean, I'm just. No wrong ideas in the brainstorm. That's where are we titling the movie? No, we're giving a score, and the score is a title. Oh. Bill, it's your turn. I'm I'm still always fond of Gary Busey saying Utah, give me two. <laughs> the meatballs. All right. Uh, I don't I don't think I fully. I give it I give it um I give it three meatball sandwiches. Three meatball sandwiches. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I you know what I give this. I give this, I like this movie better than all four presidents that were represented in this wow. film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I Ooh. like it better than uh, all the rep- the presidents that have um, come out since this film. Okay, I have my, my own thing. <laughs> presidents that have come out since this film. <laughs> this movie like has this been scored than better than a president. <laughs> wow. So I guess well, we're going to come down hard on a real good score here. Point Break is better than a president. Okay, here's yeah. mine. Yeah. There's the movie where they go to the party at Bodie's house, and he's like making out with that girl, and they're doing some really weird tongue. We shouldn't have shit. That. And I think there's something like like they're both playing with some sort of object with their tongue. They've got limes and shots or something. Yeah. And then yeah. Lori Petty says, "I taught you that." Yeah, ta- yeah. And then the girl says, "I like it." So my rating. System- and I didn't say anything that needs to be rejected. No. My 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 rating system for this movie is that I'd rather watch this movie than do that with anybody ever. In my life. <laughs> That's just a personal thought. Yeah. Uh, so we have to, we have to combine. So like obviously this film uh, is egregiously has no uh, representation of women in it at all, except for like in. I mean, like, there's. I, I'm not going to try to make any excuses for this film. <laughs> like, Laurie Petty is a strong character and teaches Keanu yeah. to surf, but at the end of the day, she just becomes a damsel, damsel right. in distress. She finds yeah. out he's a liar. She gets kidnapped by yeah. her ex-boyfriend yeah, she just turns because into of the liar. MacGuffin. And then she comes, and when she f- sees Keanu Reeves again, she just runs into his arms. I would yeah. be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> I'd be like, first yeah, of all, I guess like, I can't. Thank you then, for saving my life, but fuck you. But then you. also, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll never know because hopefully I won't be in that position. But So I originally said this movie was better than all the presidents represented in the film and then better than the presidents that have come after. I have changed my score Okay. to this movie is better than the Fast and the Furious franchise from start to finish. <sighs> It's going to be a lot of disagreement in the comments. Get in the comments. Dude, I literally fight. went on fight to this motherfucker. It's going to be fight. I went on this motherfucker and I said that fucking Phantoms was better than Midsummer. I want to see a which fight is in like the comments. One of the most beloved fucking horror films of all time. And I want personal attacks against one another in the comments. Dude, I just, a cage fight. Yo. Yeah, yeah. If you made it this fucking far, then you can like always, like, oh, oh, by the way. I love a good <clears throat> verbal disagreement. If you have any, I don't want to watch a physical fight, but I want to listen to people verbally oh, fight. Speaking of, I would like to listen physical, to people describe oh, no, physical, physical fights. fights physical fights. Physical, I forgot we're bringing this up. <laughs> I am challenging Joe Rogan to a physical 
fight in a cage. Uh, Maybe you should wait till he doesn't have COVID anymore. I don't give a do fuck, that. man. I'll catch COVID <laughs> off. I will catch COVID off his. No, he doesn't. Bitch ass he took sheet medicine. Day. He's fine. So, uh, oh, the horse dewormer. I'll let you know that my V's my own podcast host Doug McDonald has challenged Joe Rogan, the famed. Uh, Good at fighting, dude. Anti-vaccine. I, I hope every time we do a podcast together, by the end of the show, you're openly threatening Joe Rogan, uh, like I'm, in each episode. Look, man, I'll do I'll do it for five thousand dollars, and even if you're gonna make fifty thousand dollars, lowball yourself like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Reach he, dude, if he if he fought me, like he would he would literally get like two million dollars to would show he? up. <laughs> if Joe Rogan showed up to fight me, like to do an actual. Like uh, what? What are they called? Like those uh, those fights that don't that don't, that don't mean anything. Exhibition fights. Oh. Exhibition fights. <laughs> if Joe Rogan did an exhibition fight, and I got five grand and he got two million, I'd still do it. So uh, I want everyone out there in radio world to share the news. I've challenged Joe if Rogan. Any, if any of you know Joe Rogan, yeah. please send along a message for Doug. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll need, I don't even know. I'll need five days right to now. train. <laughs> Ask for more than five thousand. I want seven thousand dollars. <laughs> I want seven thousand dollars. Venmoed to me right before I fight him, or I won't even instant though. You you don't want to have to wait the two yeah, day waiting add the, period. Add the yeah, no, yeah. So pay. actually, yeah. So do then the we'll math. Talk. Do the math and uh, add that yeah. fucking fee. Get in your fucking calculator so, like, app. So and ten seven thousand times three percent of seven thousand. Yeah. Whatever three percent of seven thousand is, add that to it because I won't fight Joe Rogan for anything less than seven thousand dollars. Three percent of seven thousand dollars, and I am gonna fuck him up. It's two hundred ten dollars. Joe Rogan, you better hope you don't die of COVID because I'm about to fuck you up, you bitch. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> My these are my own bonus episodes with co-producer Colleen, co-producer Bill, and whatever we just talked about. Point break. Point break. All right. Here's a quick wrap up. This is not edited at all. As a matter of fact, <laughs> all of this is totally normal, and I didn't threaten a lot of celebrities and challenge them to cage fights unless I, unless we kept that in. And I want to say. Thank you so much for listening to my views are my own bonus episode point break with special guests, co-producer Colleen and fucking co-producer Bill. And I have to say that point break was a good ass movie. I will fight Joe Rogan whenever you guys (laughs) Want. Whenever we get seven thousand dollars to seven seven thousand dollars. No, but we need twenty I'll, million for Joe Rogan apparently. So twenty million seven thousand two hundred ten dollars. Uh, he's you know he's, he's <laughs> exactly he's uh, he's under somebody's thumb. That dude, you know, we did Spotify. We need to make this out. happen. And go in the comments. Thanks for and listening. Tag Joe Rogan nine hundred times. Yeah. Uh, all right, and thanks for listening. <laughs>